ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Space Boat from Blue Podcast. I am the host for this week, Ben, with me as always. Dan. James. Christian. Today we've got a great episode for you. We're doing a pre-Christmas Day Christmas special. Yeah. We will be discussing like the best and worst Christmas films because it's the most wonderful time of the year. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Supposedly. Um, we all love Christmas. We, before we break into the best Christmas films, let's just have a quick recap. What have we all uh, been watching or playing this week? Uh, shall I quickly go first? Yeah, as, yeah, the, go uh, as the host. Uh, I finished watching Queen's Gambit on uh, Netflix, guys. Okay. And I have thoughts, Dan. Okay. I think I mentioned it off camera. I kind of love the fact that it turned into Rocky Four. Yeah, as <laughs> a as a plot, pretty much. How the the idea that she's got to go to Russia to defeat the unstoppable Russian, and it's just Rocky Four. Um, I thought it was like a decent finale, although I think for there's a section where it like completely lost it for me. Go on. The bit where, inexplicably, like all of the characters she had met along the way, just you unite to help her. Yes, that was a little bit. That strange, got very like filmy. Yeah, <laughs> the realism completely went out of the window. Yeah, one me. of the, a friend of mine actually mentioned that as a criticism as well, and said that basically she just cheated, right? So mm. it's not quite as quite as good <laughs> it yeah. wasn't really her i know that the russian guy also cheered so it kind of balanced it out i don't know if that's a thing in chess anyway like you can just mm. ask other people's advice because if it is fine but yeah yeah i, think I thought it, was... i thought like i got the idea of like all oh, they all help they all team together but it, i thought it took away from her yeah uh, I, winning i think i get what they were going for with it that she was you know she she finally found a real friends and a real family and you know yeah. you, and this kind of idea of you know you, you you can be as successful as you you know successful as possible but you still need your friends and you still need your yeah. support from you yeah, know your support network like, they could have all turned up unannounced to russia and they you know she they could have given her a hug and say go get him tiger <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes and you know does what she does but yeah. I, I felt like them just all, without unannounced, just all teaming up separately because none of them had met each other. All yeah. the other side characters met each other, and they all just suddenly team up and help out. It's a bit like I don't know, just got very got a bit silly for me. Yeah, it's yeah. a good show. It is worth the watch though. It is worth yeah. a watch. The, yeah, it is worth a watch. The almost the biggest compliment is how many times they fill it film a chess match, and it's not it's different like every time how they do it, the way they film it, and. The guy with the frizzy white hair mm-hmm. is the best. Yeah. I wish he was in it more. He was glorious. I bet he he's so... modelled on a, on a genuine chess grandmaster, I bet. Uh, maybe, yeah. He was great. I loved him. He was in like two scenes, James and Christian, yeah. and he stole the show. <laughs> I wish he was in it more. He was just really a great, nice guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good show. Glad I watched it. Uh, yeah, got, a bit, got a bit silly at the end, and it is Rocky Four, yeah. <laughs> but with chess. It's so, basically great. just just a sports kind of film story, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's the same sports arc. success film. It's the yeah. exact same arc. I thought like 
maybe they were a little bit like you know it's a bit cliched how she fell into sort of alcohol and and yeah the second to last episode she just she just i just felt like out of nowhere she just drinks by herself and And it was kind of this slightly outdated idea of like being like borderline alcoholic and borderline addicted to drugs is a bit cool and like we all need to experience these sort of like troughs in life oh to... and how many episodes is it seven yeah and she Rip has it. she has the thor arc where she doesn't need the hammer to access the lightning her powers <laughs> she can, uh, yes, she yes, has yes. she can access her superpowers without the special pills they should have revealed that better <laughs> though you know like in, in the first episodes where you first see the chess pieces on the on the ceiling and it always tracks the camera always tracks upwards towards the ceiling but you always see her like looking up towards the ceiling and then this big looming kind of hologram of a chess piece or just kind of appear um in the same shot like i think they should have done that this time like when but yeah right but it would have been way cooler i think but that's just a personal preference maybe the reason that it, it feels like that and it feels like it was sort of like rushed at points is because uh they were like okay we've written this uh we've written this show it's called the queen's gambit this is what it's about netflix do you want to do it and they're like yeah and they're like okay cool you, you're gonna do the 12 episodes and they're like mm, we'll give you seven that's good though mm. don't it's like the biggest criticism of Netflix. It's, like it's always like a few episodes too long. Yeah. Like the yeah. Marvel Netflix shows were yeah. so much longer than they ever needed to be. Yeah. It's, it's a, a lot of filler. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of what I liked about it. Though. It was kind of it was every episode was it was worth watching. There were no filler episodes, and yeah, all there the char- there were no filler characters or subplots. Every uh, character exists for a reason, and every subplot is plot is resolved, and it's just satisfying on that level. I think as well. Yeah, good show, worth the watch. Um, do you want to go, Dan? We, t- we started talking. Sure, sure thing. Well, I caught up with uh, his start materials um, this week. I'm now up to date. I'm um, not. Oh, you're not. Oh, for God's sake! Now you're how the turntables. I'm about 20, 20 minutes into episode. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Well, uh, without spoiling it for you, I will say that I'm enjoying series two better than series one. I think it's capturing the. Um, the atmosphere of the books a little better the pace in the story it comes across better now i think they've this they've they've injected something into it which makes it just a little bit more compelling there's there's humor in it as well that was one of my criticisms of the first series is that all the characters were very very serious everyone took everything very very seriously indeed and it's like come on you know and except for lee scoresby he was kind of the comic relief now you're getting scenes that are funny that feature other characters and it's like yeah this is what i want i want a bit of humanity in this like the bit when what i have seen is the bit when mrs coulter and oh god the evil the guy in his house in our world yeah lord boreal yeah and they're sat listening to music and she's really bored yeah, and they just and he's like, "This is a bit of the wall that split the Berlin." She's like, "I don't care." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and Mrs. Coulter is now becoming quite kind. Of, some of her mannerisms are kind of just a little bit too over the top. Like I the can't way stand been... her. Yeah. she's in a different show. She's so yeah. over the top. She's in the wrong show. It kind of works for Mrs. Coulter, but sometimes it's just a little bit too affected. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I get the sense though that like that's actually it could be a good thing because it kind of makes for more funny moments like what we had in the the latest episode oh, like yeah, you fair. didn't t- oh i won't spoil it fuck's sake <laughs> i can't spoil it i was gonna say something <laughs> you said <laughs> but um yeah no it's good it's good um enjoying it 
looking forward to the rest of it. Yeah. I'll finish it off tonight, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> you better add, dude. <laughs> Go on, James. I, I haven't really been watching much. Oh, fair. Just Christian? off my own scene. Yeah, move on. <laughs> 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 not really been watching anything no well it's, it's just like so you know i've been i've been busy with certain things like for the podcast for this watching films for that that we'll talk about in other sections i've been playing yeah, a little bit of like xbox in between then so you know I've, uh, i finally got around to starting crash bandicoot 4 it's about time it's fun i've literally only played like a, about like a handful of levels i got to the first boss fight and then put it down for a bit it's fun it's a, it's crash bandicoot like you know it's exactly yeah. what you think you're gonna get oh, is it is it called it's about time yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought, like, it's crash bandicoot 4 it's it. about time no because no, no. okay. i think i think it's a i think i'm assuming it's, there's going to be some like time manipulation I'll, stuff at some it's, point it's, and it's, a, it's been so long since they made yeah. one F- from watching the trailers it's a double pun yeah yeah okay yeah it's exactly what you expect from a crash bandicoot game a few new mechanics thrown in there just yeah. to update a bit it's all right platforming, i'm enjoying it man platforming jumping spinning frustration Yep. <laughs> not Spinning, not frustrating yet. <laughs> not frustrating yet. Yet is the, not yet. You know, uh, okay. Yeah. I, I remember playing the Insane trilogy, and I was like, "Oh, I I don't know if I can do this to myself again." But I'll give it a go. And I played through the first few levels, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm I'm finding this a lot easier. Maybe it's because I'm a lot older now." And then hit a certain level, and was like, "Nope, nope. It it's still it's just as hard as I remember." <laughs> I finished them all. I think Crash One was the only one in the Insane trilogy that I went like through and did all of the gems and everything i never got around to doing it with two I'll, I'll, I'd, I'd like to try and do this with crash 4 like 100 yeah, yeah. it my only thing i've never been good with is the time trials like i can take my time and do crash but i'm not a speed runner hmm crash bandicoot's a jerk man <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry a, what is he a little what? prick yeah huh? he's, a, he's a jerk he wears jorts and spins around and... <laughs> anyway <laughs> he's an arrogant ass isn't he I, I think like he is. Such strong opinions on Crash I was going to say, what, what, right, what right. a left-wing right. attack. He's all right. all right. It's probably because like he's died so many times when I've been controlling him and I just blame him, not me. It's like, you're a jerk, so I think mate, maybe you're dick. the problem. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> just, just out of the left field, just came straight for Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Hmm. No, he's all, uh, right. he's all right. I'm glad, on, I'm glad you've been playing it. Um, I, again, haven't been watching a lot. Um, but I have started and finished Spider-Man Miles Morales this week. Um, I, you know, Miles just, what? I was just about to say. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's Miles Morales. Morales, isn't it? Morales. Yeah. <laughs> Get a load of this guy. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, this, this podcast, guy. Man. Every <laughs> week, <laughs> someone. <laughs> it's Christian. You've played the whole game, know. man. Surely they say his name in that. Uh. No. It's a Morales. <laughs> they, they say Miles. I don't think they ever say his... Miles Morales. Yeah. Is that it? I'm yeah. pretty sure, yeah. They, they say his mum's last... Because, of course, like part of the story is she's running for governor of Harlem. And w- whenever I walk past people, they're like, oh, yeah, Rio Morales. Mm. Somebody's wrong. <laughs> yeah, so, so, someone's wrong somewhere. Comment probably down below. Me. Who's wrong? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, it's probably me. Um, I've just been mispronouncing it this entire time, but what anyway, I'll I'll say Morales from now on. But <laughs> yeah, I've been playing Spider-Man Miles Morales. I started it and, and I finished it, and yeah, I it, I mean it was everything that I sort of expected it to be. It's um, it you know it's Miles Morales discovering who he is as a Spider-Man, um, after the end of the first Spider-Man game. 
Peter goes on holiday with MJ and is like, right, I, I've trained you enough. You're in charge of protecting New York while I'm gone for a couple weeks. You know, just don't mess it up and call me if you need anything. And of course, Peter leaves and the day after, everything goes wrong. <laughs> uh, bridges explode, bad things happen and Miles ends up in this whole sort of family-centric um, c- conspiracy around taking over and destroying Harlem. And uh, yeah, it's it's very short but and very contained as as far as the you know the spider-man compared to the other spider-man game it's a short like 10 hour story with a a bunch of sort of short side quest stuff to do around new york but it is that that it feels like that's what it's meant to be it's like an in-between game it's like it's like a little ps an in-between yeah 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 it's like a it's almost a standalone dlc it feels like they were gonna release it as dlc and then they were like, no, 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 this is too big for DLC, so we'll release it as a full title. Um, it's got a lot of Im- improvements on the first game, and they- they've changed just enough about the combat because of the- they've added Miles' extra powers of like turning invisible and being able to harness bioelectricity and stuff. Is it? I was just going to say, is it a coincidence that everything goes to shit once Peter leaves? Or do they make it a thing of like the villains are like oh well now that the real spider-man's gone it's our time to move in because surely Um, it's a very easy way to just do that and it makes sense rather than it just be like oh it it happens that without without giving too much away the villains are aware that because part of the part of miles dealing with it is um like at the beginning of the game there's like a few side missions where you help people out uh, and they specifically call for spider-man to come and help them out and Miles turns up and is like, "Hey, uh, what's up?" And they're like, "Where's the the other Spider-Man? Mm. You know, the real Spider-Man?" And he's like, "Oh, he's he's on holiday. Can you know? Can I help?" And they're like, "Yes, uh, suppose you can help." So it, it's like no one treats him seriously as Spider-Man. So yeah. of course, villains think they can get away with a lot more. I do want to try. It's absolutely on my list. It, I, yeah, yeah. I, I I'll be honest. I checked if it went on sale for Black Friday, and it didn't. I think no. if it had, I definitely would have bought it then. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just wait until I've um, got the money. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man's a jerk, man. <laughs> 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 it's just the dickhead in a spider suit. I feel like you're a bit of a Scrooge this week. <laughs> no, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> I like Spider-Man. But, I like yeah, Spider-Man. Uh, it's, a, it's a good game. Um, I'd yeah. recommend it. I'm all for Spider-Man. <laughs> nice. I just wanted to do a callback. <laughs> <to Jay. laughs> Let's crack on with the main, lads. Let's have a talk about some Christmas movies. Uh, we recently did a Time of Saw Trash on one of the best Christmas films, Jingle All the Way. Mm. Represent. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been great if you'd worn that for the episode, Ben. Yeah. If I'm honest. Oh. Would have been oh, great God. if you hadn't remembered about the t-shirt five minutes after we stopped recording. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. I've worn it now, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Would anyone like to go... Is anyone dying to talk about a specific... Uh, Christmas film that might be one of their favourites. I am dying hard to talk about my favourite Christmas film. It's one that I watch every year with my family. Love Actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, genuinely, like uh, I, 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 I think, roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd have to say that Love Actually is 
May, it's definitely one of my favourite Christmas films just because of... Oh, he's, seri- he's serious. Oh, yeah, deadly oh, serious. serious. Have you seen any Christmas <laughs> no, films? No. Yeah, I've seen it. And it's, it's maybe not the most fun, but it's more just for, like, what that film means to me. Like, it's the film that me, my mum and my sister, we always sit down and watch together, and it's like, it doesn't really feel like Christmas until I've watched yeah. Love Actually. You know? There's nothing... Nothing quite says Christmas like a man cheating on his wife. Yeah, with a young, <laughs> with a young office worker. That's only part of the film. Shut up. <laughs> I just, I just think it's a, re- it's, it's a lovely film. The music when it swells, like it, you can't not just feel great watching it, and just the way that it handles so many inter like twining storylines so well. Like they've tried to do it afterwards, like with he's just not that into you, um, New Year's Eve, and like multiple other ones and they, it's never quite worked as well they've never really recaptured that like essence of how it works so yeah. well and it just every time you watch it you find a new joke and the joke that you've seen a hundred times you can still laugh at it's just a really lovely film like heartwarming well, I disagree I disagree <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. no um <laughs> yeah Ben I, I I think you were going to bring it uh, bring up the same scene uh, the the scene with uh, Andrew Lincoln Rick and, Grimes uh, yeah, yeah with the, yeah <laughs> where yeah that does that play well today I don't know where oh no actually... it, it, I am aware that like there are certain <laughs> bits that hasn't aged well and I I think like that's essentially what I'm saying is that maybe the film itself isn't the best Christmas film but it 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 resonates the most with me just because it's it's my family's thing sentimental you know I mean? value yeah. yeah. Big Andrew Lincoln seems funnier. I think when you realise, I think in real life, Kieran Knightley's like seventeen. Really? Yeah. I think she's what, in so, love, actually. Yeah, she's, she's really like, young. She's like seventeen to twenty years old in yeah. that film. I think she, she might be nineteen. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got and Danny's looking it up. And you've got Andrew Lincoln <laughs> being like, "To me, you're perfect. Are you legal? <laughs> like, are you of age? <laughs> oh dear." But yeah, like yeah, it's a weird, weird scene. I guess the strength of it is like you do get a sense of this because there's so many characters, you do get a sense of them all. On top of my head, I don't think there's any that are, I don't know if there's any. Is there any that go by the wayside, James? Maybe Keira Knightley. I don't know. I can't what really do you mean, remember. go by the wayside? Like some that are kind of like aren't as well established as others, oh, and kind of a um... bit maybe more forgettable. So one of my favorites is the guy from who from my family that goes off to America, Colin. He's good. So it's just got that like Richard Curtis style all over it, though, hasn't it? With the fake London and the fake people that don't actually exist, and everyone's like white, and, <laughs> and there's no poverty, and everything's just happy and smiley well, and good, wonderful. You know, it, but it's got yeah. Hugh Grant dancing around Ten Downing Street. How can you not love it? I mean, fair enough, James. Good point. There. <laughs> no. Is it we, what, we didn't you read out a review, James, where the review was like? What party is he with? Is he a conservative? Or yeah, they'd be able to enjoy the film a lot more if they knew for sure that he wasn't a Tory. It's <laughs> deliberately ambiguous. <laughs> they didn't want to. They didn't want to say either way. So he acts kind yeah, of Labour. Yeah, but he's wearing a blue tie. <laughs> yeah, he's posh, but he uh, yeah he acts Labour, but he's posh. So. <laughs> yeah, what's going on there? <laughs> and like you know, fair, fair play to Rowan Atkinson for making packaging quite the classic a, a, scene, a, yeah. entertaining, a famous scene. That's all he yeah, needs to do. Brilliant. You know, yeah, no, good pick, James. Good pick. It's nice that you you, you have that with what I'm not. I'm <laughs> don't, that's, that's not like I'm being patronising. No, good, James. No. Good pick, James. <laughs> no, good I mean pick. it's it's uh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> it's nice that you. Uh, it's nice that you know you have that. You watch that with your family. That's very nice. nice. Very Christmassy. Yeah, it is for nice. sure. So go on, Dan. 
Well, I thought you were going to say Die Hard, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to be one of these people who says Die Hard. Is it a Christmas film? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite Christmas film is The Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, he said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't it be? You've got a Christmas Carol, a classic tale written by Charles Dickens. Very, very good, just on its own. Amazing, the premise, everything. You got Scrooge, but, the but ghosts. Dan, what could make it better? What could make it better? What can we apply to this to make it better? And the answer is Michael Caine. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> as well as Michael Caine, obviously, they've also added Muppets. <laughs> and everybody loves a Muppet, don't they, Dan? Everybody loves a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it's just a really, really nice Christmas film. You know, it's got such a lovely atmosphere all the way through. It's really silly. It's really daft. You know, it's got the Muppet sense of humour. Um, but it's also got some strong songs. You know, it's got a good heart. Um, and also, mentioning Michael Caine, he's pretty good in it. Yeah. I, I think he's all right. He's not. He doesn't bl- blow. The, the roll out of the water or anything, but, you know, he's pretty good. One of my favourite pieces of the film is when the ghost of Christmas present is he's all being very cheerful and very up and very kind of like ghost of Christmas present <laughs> Yeah. And Michael Caine's just kind of like completely dazed out of his mind. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. He's got this massive, like, thing that's just basically all in his face. And you can also sort of tell that Michael Caine's just sort of phoning it in a bit he's a bit tired it, like lunch is coming up on set and everything and like <laughs> and like, the ghost of christmas presents like he says something he repeats himself and uh the ghost of christmas present goes did i already say that <laughs> and michael kane goes you did yeah <laughs> completely <laughs> completely tuned out he's just his, his mind is obviously elsewhere <laughs> to look out for it if you watch yeah. it this christmas they were I filming in july it was like it was like his agent had turned around to him and been like oh we're gonna get you in a a, a a version of a, a Christmas Carol that's filming, and he was like, "Oh yeah, dead excited." And then he turns up to the set and sees Kermit the Frog being unpacked, and he's like, "Oh God, no!" <laughs> he thought it was a really serious, like yeah. thespian version until like fucking Cookie Monster appeared. No, he's from Sesame Street. I remember the isn't the Ghost of Christmas Future being like pretty creepy. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's, yeah. it looks like it's just like this. The black is it just like a no face and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. billowing. That's it, really, really kind of scary looking. I remember when I first saw it as like a little little kid. Um, I always hated that bit. I always, in all Christmas carols, um, I always dreaded the bit at the end where the ghost of Christmas future would appear because it would always be some like freak, like skeleton <laughs> in a robe or something. I'd <laughs> just be like, oh, I just want it to be over. I don't like it. Oh. But yeah, and the Muppets Christmas Carol one is pretty scary as well. They did yeah. a good job yeah, with yeah. that. Because um, he's got all those horrible little, hasn't he got all those like horrible little hands and stuff inside of him, and like it's like it's just yeah, gross. I think so. Yeah, on his robe and stuff. Yeah, it's just oh, I like so. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's like yeah. it's not nice. I remember being really sad for the Ghost of Christmas Present because isn't he like he goes through his whole? It's his life, isn't it? He he ages really quickly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he says I've, I've got, got to go now. I don't. Yeah, it's really here. sad. He's got like yeah. a white beard and stuff. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he seemed, you know, he's pretty happy. He yeah. seemed pretty happy. Dead though. <laughs> he's dead now. Yeah, but. All right. I need to put a dampener on the Muppets. <laughs> it's a little reference to maybe uh, my Christmas dinner plans uh, for later in the podcast. Oh. oh. Maybe oh. mine too. Oh. Maybe oh. another oh. reference to one I'll talk about now. Uh, I'm a huge fan. Of <laughs> Christian, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the Grinch. Yeah, specifically yeah. the Benedict Cumberbatch. No, 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 no. <laughs> the Jim Carrey version. Uh, yeah, I think it's just a marvelous comedic dialogue film that always makes me laugh. Ever so quotable. Uh, Am I just eating because I'm bored? <laughs> so good. I think if you're not if you're not a fan of Jim Carrey, you just like I don't know how you can enjoy this. To be honest, it's like yeah. it's almost like full Carrey, like Ace Ventura and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I love. I think they've take the adaptation of like the Whoville world and the look of the Whovilles. They've like nailed it. I think because they hired uh, Rick Baker, the really famous. A special effects like guru i think it was rick baker to do the effects like for the grinch and for the people of whoville and it just looks great uh was I it the first dr zeus adaptation like live action to like to film uh, i think it was the first live action one yeah Maybe. so like I, I feel like it kind of it was why we got all the others like it's why we got cat in the hat cat and that because it was so <laughs> good it's possible i don't know actually i don't know yeah <laughs> yeah i just think i just think it's so i love I wanted so bad to live in the cave in the mountain <laughs> as a kid. I just thought it was the coolest thing where he's got, he's like, he's got like a zip line to his seat and that the bed was just, even though it was really grimy, I thought it was, I thought the, when he rips off his socks, they crawl away. was hilarious. <laughs> and he, he argues with his own echo. He's like, <laughs> I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. It's just like, <laughs> This thing's so when he when they're singing the carols, and he puts the, he's like blast this Christmas music, it's joyful and triumphant. It's just like, it's so, I think it's so funny. It's like she'll be scarred for life if we're lucky. Like, it's, it's just so funny. I like the dad, like Cindy Lou's dad. Oh, the bit. Oh, it's just so good. The trials for the Grinch when his the the old women turn up. Are you two still living? <laughs> like, that quote, I, like, oh, I say it all. Like, the quotes I say like all the time, and and like one of my favorite bits is when they're, they're shoving food in the Grinch's mouth, and they're giving him pudding, and there's just one old guy that goes, "This is not pudding," and just shoves, shoves it in his mouth. <laughs> Funny stuff, man. Have you ever seen Jim Carrey talking about um, like how he dealt with all the prosthetics on his face? He said he had like. Uh, training to deal with the pain. Apparently they got the same guy who trains CIA agents not to crack <laughs> under torture to come in and teach him techniques. Because he said like there was so much on his face it felt like he was being buried alive. So they were Crazy. like, one of the big ones is, not the most healthy one, but smoking, it does just help. Like it will calm you down and kind of do that. But obviously he'd got all the hair as well. So he couldn't get cigarettes too close to his face. So apparently, like, between takes, Jim Carrey was just chain-smoking cigarettes through, you know, like the Cruella de Vil long pipe thing. <laughs> just chain-smoking through them to get him through the filming of The I'd Grinch. I'd love a picture of that. The yeah, Grinch that'd be great. <laughs> when he's, like, looking for an advert, 
he's like, ooh, ah, <laughs> uh, that's it, I'm not going. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, it's just like, so good. The, the, I feel like the Grinch, like, if it weren't for Love Action taking the top spot, Grinch is absolutely a contender. It's my, it's the Grinch is in my uh, top three, along, yeah, yeah. along with Jingle All The Way and one other. Maybe Christian will say it. Let's find mm. out. Oh, now uh, you've put a lot of pressure on now because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I know what film you're leaning towards and there was another one I was going to mention but I guess I'll mention this one first um, Gremlins <laughs> oh dear oh, I've upset him I've upset him you've had a diva no. fit w- w- was that the right film? no because I walked off I stormed off no, okay. <laughs> go anyway yeah no um no, Gremlins is one I watch uh, every year. You know, back before I was old enough, I would watch the cut-down version on TV that, you know, got rid of a ton of the intense violence. And then eventually I watched the version that has all of the intense violence and was like, wow, this is a, a way darker Christmas movie than I remember. But still is like, maybe it's timeless, possibly. Maybe we'll find out. Could be trash. Maybe, <laughs> but uh, no. I, it's one of the films that I like. I always make sure I watch it every year. Last year I was lucky enough to go to the cinema to see it, which was a great experience, having not seen it uh, in the cinema before. Um, I, I don't know that. It, there's just something about that film. Like it's like I say, it's horribly dark, but it's also a it's very, very it's entertaining. Yeah, it's it's super entertaining and also has some like warm Christmassy moments. Mm. Yeah, like when the woman reveals that her dad died in the chimney trying to be Santa Claus. Lovely and Christmas. Not not that moment. <laughs> <laughs> that that's um really quite dark. <laughs> Very dark. I remember as a but... kid just wanting a Mogwai yeah. so bad. Yeah, yeah. Wanting um, oh. Yeah, and then Furbies were a thing and I changed my mind. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of um, Gremlins Two as well. Yeah, Specific, yeah, yeah. specifically the, the scientist, the scientist yeah. Gremlin. I can't remember yeah. the lines of dialogue, but there's bits where it's like, "Look at this old chap," and he like shoots, and one of the Gremlins like shoots themselves or something. Yeah. Or he shoots one of them. It's so good. I don't know, like Gre- Gremlins is such a, a a unique like duo of films because, like you say, it is it is dark. But then also you have the the sequence where they walk into the cinema and all of the gremlins are just sat thrown around popcorn and yeah, like laughing. laughing to themselves and very true to real life. Yeah, yeah we may work. <laughs> it's it's just crazy how I th- they gremlins one and gremlins two are so like totally different and like two yeah. is like a total parody of the first one and it's not awful. Yeah. <laughs> like like two is like great. I wanted to. Uh, uh, yeah, two's like I think for great for kids. I think you'd show Gremlins yeah, yeah. one maybe they're a bit older. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to. We'd have to rewatch it and see. Gremlins was one of them things that sort of, even though it is a Christmas film, it was one of those sort of early films where I watched it and I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I'd like horror movies because <laughs> it is that sort of weird, yeah, horror comedy Christmas film of you, <laughs> um, like Frankenstein amalgamation, yeah. It's like it's the eighties when that was that's what was appropriate for kids in the eighties. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is for kids. It's no, like, I don't yeah. think it was ever a kids film because it, it was a fifteen, wasn't it? Or is it even an eighteen? It, it was released. a fifteen. Yeah. 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 Kids. 
It's like and they're gonna to... be fifteen, so they'll watch it. Yeah, I, I think it's been lowered to a twelve now, and Gremlins two that was a twelve is now a PG. Okay. But yeah, they're they Gremlins is really great. Yeah, it's it's so good, and it I don't know, it just reminds me of all those other sort of similar it like films that I watched at that age, like uh, Small Soldiers. Yes. Um, yes. I don't know. It, it's it's one. It, it's just definitely one of those films that I absolutely mm. adore because it is sort of half cutesy fun, half mm. sort of horrific. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Christmas is all about. Yeah, yeah. Vengeance. <laughs> oh, I mean presents. It's, 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 it's just like the sequences where they're cut in between, like stripe like stripe melting away and then gizmo sat there in his little red car i think i've got him i got james whacked out a grinch quote <laughs> every, every year shout out to my dad every year he like gets me to like say ben what's christmas about like a vengeance <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, oh i was in his that materials danny when she's talking to the angels and she's like what what are you doing this all for, angels? And they go, oh, uh, yeah. vengeance. And I, <laughs> yeah. I just laughed because I was trying to be the Grinch. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll quickly comes mention back to the Grinch. Everything it really does. To quickly mention the one that my, my third, my top three, yeah, Jingle Away, Grinch, not in that order. The third one for me is uh, Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. Mm. I love Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. It's the. It's very strange. <laughs> yeah, it's mental. <laughs> it's it's like when we watched Jingle Away, uh, Dan. Like it went places, didn't it? Certainly. And like Santa Claus kind of goes a bit more with it. You know, take it's like it's our world, but then it just kind of goes off the rails a bit. Um, but it's got a great lead performance by Tim Allen. His slow descent into forcibly becoming Santa with yeah. no he has no choice. <laughs> it's, it's like there's that whole conversation of like, is it a curse? Like yeah. has this man now been cursed to be Santa for the rest of his life? It's mental. Yeah, there's the, there's much. a bit I where I kind of love it. <laughs> he he shaves off the beard because he's he's physically transforming without his consent and he shaves off the beard and then it just regrows himself and he's like I'm in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. There's a gl- oh, I don't want to say there's a glorious bit involving ZZ Top in a dance. That's just the best. Don't want to say too much. <laughs> Not so. But it's I mean, the best. You, you, you had me at ZZ Top. <laughs> so good. And like the what they do with the elves and Bernard's great and the yeah i love uh, and again the theme of uh you know a dad trying to win back the affection of his son yeah big theme in like all the 90s christmas films interesting yeah interesting (laughs) Uh, does anyone else have any ones they want to throw out i don't think so Uh, the only other one that i like when we were thinking this instantly came to mind but i was like we've already pretty much said everything that we could say on this film is i will always love home alone like that is yeah, yeah. one of my favorite i'd say yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. yeah love actually home alone and grinch and sort of my yeah. top three i'm a big fan of home alone three i really like home alone three as a kid i i think i enjoyed pretty the good. traps it might not be any good anymore but it's not it. as christmasy though like i know it there's little elements of it but there's no like christmas decorations really it's In more just like three. yeah it's not very christmasy it is snow. set at Christmas, and it is. Oh, that's what I mean. Like the snow, and I'm pretty sure the premise is that he gets the toy car because someone gives it to him as a present. But it's it. 
Yeah, it's, yeah, I fair point. It's, it's just a little decent film. Oh, like yeah. Die Hard's not about Christmas. <laughs> True. An honourable mention as well must go to Scrooged. I don't know if any, mm. any of you guys have seen that. I haven't actually seen Scrooged. That's that quite... Be. You that love your Christmas, a... your Christmas Carol. That's all you want to watch, Daddy, yeah. is the Christmas Carol with <laughs> different actors. Just every different version of it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And is that... I cut this out if I'm incorrect, James, but I think that's the... No, it's not. I'm conflating it with something else. Or maybe I'm not. Like, at the end... It kind of breaks the fourth wall a bit, and but I think I'm getting it mixed up with some something else that Bruce Willis was in. Uh, not Bruce, even though Bruce Willis isn't Bruce in Scrooge. Willis. No, no, I've got the I've got the scene at the end of Scrooge where because he's like a TV producer, isn't he? And he. <sighs> <laughs> ben, okay. But Keep going. no, no, you'll get. Uh, this will make sense why I uh, mentioned Bruce Willis. Because there's a scene at the end of Scrooge where he's a TV producer and he, and he becomes this, basically he's Scrooge and he becomes this massively joyful Christmas person uh, and gets the whole TV studio singing, I think. But then Bruce Willis was in a um, TV series called Moonlighting before yeah. Die Hard. And a very similar thing happened with that show where they broke the fourth wall at the very end where they had... He it was her it was him and a leading a, and the leading actress of Moonlighting in a TV studio, and suddenly they start addressing the audience and the camera tracks back and you see all the camera crew and everything and um, yeah, I don't really know what my point is, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just like the ending the ending is good. Is it like um, Christmas? They're quite talking about them as a whole. Christmas films, I think they're quite hard to get right. Do you yeah, think? Like, and you bit, think yeah. about it. There's not that. I feel like the ones that are like really worth the time. Is it quite a limited list? Do you guys think? Um, in general, but I don't feel like many get made. Yeah, really. Like... I, 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 I'd argue that quite a lot get made, but they get pushed to the way. It's very rare that a Christmas classic comes along. You know, like because people have to like sort of see a Christmas film and then embrace it. You know, it was like. But before The Grinch came out, there was probably hundreds of Christmas films each year that came out. And then The Grinch came out, people saw it because it was a big Christmas film. And that has since been embraced as a Christmas yeah. film. I I can't say that many uh, recently have had that happen. I will, there might um, be one, because I, I was going to mention it as an honourable mention, the, the Kurt Russell Christmas Chronicles from last right. year. It's yeah, pretty decent. Um, <laughs> and Kurt Russell as Santa Claus is a bang on casting. They've nailed it. That's I remember that one being quite decent. But yeah, like the la- what was the last great overall liked Chris? Maybe Elf. Yeah, From probably Elf in two thousand three. Yeah, like is that maybe um, the last? Even one? even then, that's got some a, a lot of negativity around it now, mainly because people are kind of sick of seeing it. <laughs> it's a bit like Christmas songs, I suppose, isn't it? Like. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's we've got this. <laughs> we've got this pool of Christmas songs that we that we draw from every year, that are occasionally added to, um. But it's weird. It's like no one really chooses what's what gets put in the pool. It's just like a collective sort of decision of society. Yeah, like yeah. somehow that darkness song that was basically a, a parody yeah. of Christmas songs oh, is now pretty much a Christmas song, and that's that, on every year. That is my favorite Christmas song. <laughs> there we go. I love the darkness. I think it's kind of the same with films as well. It's like yeah. maybe that um, Christmas Chronicles will soon be put into that pool and maybe. people will 
judge it the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Um, I d- I do have a couple of others to mention. Uh, I I will bring up uh the Polar Express. James I, has reacted. I've not seen the Polar Express. The Uncanny um, Valley film. Exactly. It's just it's horrible. It, it is. <laughs> it's genuinely unsettling to watch. I see. I I read the book as a kid. And I really enjoyed the book. I mean, it's not a very long book. It's like that thick. But, um, no, I, I remember enjoying the book as a kid. And then the film came out. And the fil- it, it's like, it's a very good film that looks horrendous. <laughs> it's Maybe it's, it's worth so watching. creepy to look at now. Because I, I remember watching it when it came out. And I was like, oh, yeah, I love this. And then... I I remembered it a couple of years ago and I was like, oh, I should give that a watch again. And I think I got half an hour in and I was like, no, this is terrifying. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's a time or trash contender. One oh, the, it it definitely has to be. I, 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 reckon we should, I reckon we should definitely watch yeah. it at some point because it's a very hard film to look at now. <laughs> <laughs> but it does have that great sequence where they drift a train across ice. Cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. That sounds all right. Yeah, don't we say? Yeah, tra- train drifting. You don't get that in any other Christmas <laughs> film, to my knowledge. Uh, well, I've I've got one more that I briefly want to mention anyway, which was the one I was originally going to mention. It's not one that you'll have seen, but it's one that I want you to all go off and watch. Okay. Because I think it, it's become part of my Christmas rotation since it came out a couple of years ago. Uh, it's Anna and the Apocalypse. Okay. Um, you might not have even heard of it. I've heard the title. No. No, um, but if you, like, you can close your eyes and you can imagine this. Imagine High School Musical set at Christmas mash it together with Shaun of the Dead um, and set it in Scotland. Oh, I'm in. I'm sold. I can see it. It's it's just a bizarre zombie horror comedy Christmas musical set in Scotland about a bunch of like sixth formers who are about to go off to uni and then all of a sudden their small Scottish town that they're trying to escape from ends up overrun with zombies on I think it's on Christmas Day or it's just before Christmas Day. But it's it's got some great musical sequences, um, some solid acting from people who don't like. If you look at their IMDb pages, they don't have pictures. They're not in yeah, anything else. Unknown, this is exactly. literally the only thing they've done. Yeah, and yeah, it's just a funny, bizarre film that it, again it it does. Uh, a lot of the posters had it as uh, La La Land meets Shaun of the Dead. And that is exactly the perfect way to describe it. Yeah, oh, that's cool. the first thing. I didn't close my eyes then, Christian, because I was googling it. So I, yeah, just, yeah. I, I was looking, I was with, looking with my rude. eyes. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> so I've been rude. No, 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 it's fine. Like, um, but yeah, that's the first thing that I saw. Shaun of the yeah. Dead meets La La Land. Is it yeah. on any? Uh, is it on any streaming? It is uh, on streaming services because oh. I watched it four days ago <laughs> on. Uh, I believe it's on Now TV. Yes. Don't have it. Well, you should probably get it because it's got some good films on there at the moment. I'll give it. I'll give that. I think I watch Scotland yeah. Christmas Zombies musical. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, it's got it's got some great uh, sequences. There's even one that I believe is a direct sort of High School Musical ish parody, where they're in a they're in the cafeteria, and then one of them starts singing, and then you you see them start banging the trays to create oh, the beat, right. and then they all stand up and dance around the tables, <laughs> which cool. is something Kinda. that I am ashamed to admit i know happens in at least one of the high school musical films i think you're referring to stick to the status quo from the first film oh, god god, yeah, I, god I, I know the song as well i could <laughs> sing you the song i'm surprised oh. i'm surprised james you've not said like some sort of disney christmas special as you fit like a hannah yeah, Montana but it's not a christmas, christmas film yeah but i thought you would have whacked one in anyway mm. No. <laughs> if we're anyway. doing Christmas special episodes, there's loads to go. Oh yeah, then. that's that's an entire new podcast. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, a, that's next year's next <laughs> next Christmas. <laughs> Talk about future armor. <laughs> oh god, so many good Christmas specials. Should we have a Christmas meal for dessert? Like Christmas dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's all sit down for, for Christmas dinner together. Yeah, yeah. So let's this week's hypothetical, we've decided if we were going to have is it any three? Any three. Any three characters from a Christmas film have round for Christmas dinner. Who are we going to have? Would anyone like to go first? Uh, Danny's going first. first. <laughs> I go first? Yeah, yeah. Well, this was a tough one, really, because I didn't want to be too obvious with the Christmas characters. Um, but first on my list is, as mentioned before, I'm sorry if you got this guy, Ben. Mm. But I'm, but I'm inviting. I'm, I'm inviting the ghost of Christmas presents. My, oh, my yeah. dinner. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can have him as well. You can have him as well. He's gonna be a busy guy. It's like the vicar in Dibley, just running around <laughs> all them houses. <laughs> yeah. There's enough of him to go around. You know, he's. All, I'm sure he'll be able to keep up. He is, after all, a supernatural presence of some sort, an entity. Um. So, but yeah, he basically sums up Christmas, doesn't he? That guy. He's just absolutely buzzing about Christmas all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> from what I've seen as well, he's into his food. You know, he's he's always got a lot of food around him, big platters yeah. of you know nice Christmas stuff. So I think um, you know he'd bring that vibe with him to the to the Christmas dinner. I'd take some you know cooking tips off him. You know, I'd see if he, he. I don't know if he could cook, but I'm sure he knows people who can cook. He seems to have contacts. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's definitely coming to the christmas meal maybe we need something to balance out the uh the vibe a little bit maybe that's a little bit too up and positive so i'm also going to invite john mcclain from, <laughs> from die hard because <laughs> it is a christmas film after all um i think well i've got an ulterior motive for inviting john mccain but we'll get to that John who? I was going to say. John McCain, the Republican <laughs> presidential candidate. <laughs> <laughs> who could forget? <laughs> yeah. dinner, I'm man. not, I don't want to invite him. Uh, it'd be difficult anyway because he is dead. But, true, um, <laughs> ghost but yeah. of Christmas present will bring him back, man. That's true. Sorry. I could have him, yeah. He seemed like an all right guy, to be honest. Anyway, it's not a politics <laughs> podcast, is it? <laughs> Our favourite politician yeah. next week. <laughs> John yeah, McLean. The, the, the Christmas Day politician talk. <laughs> so, yeah, he seems like, you know, you balance out the Christmas presents, um, kind of almost manic energy. Um, 
and maybe they'd have a good conversation you know they'd, they'd pick each other's brains you know they'd see what made, made each other tick you know I've, I've got a lot to say about I've got a lot to ask John McLean you know I'd ask his about opinion about his policies on, <laughs> yeah, yeah about his policy healthcare defence um, health healthcare have I already said healthcare yeah. Jesus Christ man right okay what, healthcare um, what point defense, in, healthcare what point <laughs> in Die Hard <laughs> Are you are you invite? Is it before the start? Is it the start of the film, John McClane? At the end of the film, have you thought about that? During the, the John McClane from during the film, so I'd, I'd I'd just dip in with the hand of God and take him out of. So he's got uh, no shoes. Nakatomi Plaza. He's got no shoes. He's covered in blood. You, you, you need a break. Like, you wouldn't just be like sat around the Christmas table like we're just waiting for our third guest to turn up. Alan Rickman crashes through the roof. <laughs> yeah, that's where John he falls Mc- from. <laughs> John McClane comes in afterwards. So you're like, cool, he's here. <laughs> But yeah, the guy, you know, at whatever point of his life I choose to bring him in, he, he I, th- I feel like he needs some TLC, you know, he needs a little bit of chicken, or turkey, rather. <laughs> he needs a little bit of turkey. He needs a good hearty meal. Um, and yeah, so for my third choice, a bit of a weird one, but I'm really intrigued by this character, and I think John McLean could really help. Um <laughs> Help me find out more about him. I'm going to invite Peter McAllister from Home Alone because oh. I don't have any interest in him as a person. Um, I would invite him on um, the I'd dad, receive him, yeah. the dad. From Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, basically, uh, the invite is a deception. It's um, <laughs> entrapment essentially uh, because. I want to know what he does for a living, quite yeah. frankly. <laughs> and who better to find that out than John McClane? And arrest Let's... him for his drug <laughs> cartel business. <laughs> I want to. I want to find out what the hell he did because there's various theories on the in, on the internet. We we touched upon it in the timeless or trash video for Home Alone. What does he do? And I'm sick of not knowing. There's theories that he's. I actually googled it. I think it's what did it say now? Something to do with real estate or something. Um. Yeah, like he's a re- like he's or no, that was it. He's like a banker or a day trader or something like that. And the the mum is in fashion. I don't know where who, where they've got this information from, but you know, I don't buy it. Quite frankly, nah, that's all the fun. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I don't weird. buy it. No, I don't buy it. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have John John McClane uh, interrogate. interrogate and Christmas uh, ghost Christmas present. I'm sure he's got a pretty heavy punch. So. <laughs> if you want to go i'll go <laughs> <laughs> then after we find out we find find out we can uh, all have a nice christmas dinner lovely and stuff okay <laughs> who's next <laughs> i'll go if you want um because i also had planned on bringing peter McAllister to mine mainly because oh. i figured at the end of it he'll probably just fly us all to paris that'd be great I was <laughs> gonna say, he, he would pay for the food oh easily yeah he'd get the food he's there to bankroll it all mm. i'm sorry james I've no no it's fine your... it's fine it's almost like there aren't very many christmas characters wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can come to mine first you know because i don't want the shell of a man that you're going to be sending me after <laughs> John McClane is done with him. <laughs> and then my other two, I think I'd go, I think I'd have to go Jim Carrey's Grinch because he's just fascinating as a character. And I reckon mm. there's not going to be a dull moment when you're surrounded by him. And then we'll just round it off with Tim Allen's Santa Claus because who's going to make you feel more Christmassy than Santa himself? 
Very true. Very Cute. true. Is that is that actual Santa? I do you have any? I'll go next if you want to. Yeah, sure. So, two of mine have been said. But sort of. <laughs> I th- I, d- I debated bringing the Grinch just because I, I want to eat the roast beast that they have at the end. <laughs> because I would have brought the Grinch from the end of the film because he's got all the food in the sleigh. It's already there, <laughs> and the gifts, and we we have that. But I'd only bring the Grinch because we. I, I actually want Max the dog. <laughs> I just want I just want to cuddle the dog, and I think he's really great. <laughs> and I would I would also bring in Kurt Russell's Santa Claus because I like Kurt Russell. Because you want to hang out with Kurt Russell. <laughs> and I want to hang out with Kurt Russell. <laughs> and he's got like magic powers. He implies in the film that uh, the Dark Ages and World Wars were because people lost their Christmas spirit. And I want to know why he somehow <laughs> has this effect on history that everything gone wrong is to do with him. I thought that would be quite interesting. And he's got like a really great big bushy beard. Um, and for my third guest, I would have the polka king john candy from <laughs> home alone because i love john candy my first thought was to have him from planes and trains but i think that's technically a thanksgiving movie so i don't think that counted but i thought oh i'll have john candy because he's really great and he could play his clarinet some of his po- polka 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 <laughs> of his of his tunes that were sold well in sheboygan they sold well there i think that with uh, with Kurt Russell, Candy, and the dog, maybe the Grinch, or Christmas present. There would be a really warm evening and, and lots of fun. And presiding and waiting over us as a special guest, I would have Tim Curry from Home Alone 2 waiting on us. Ah. Pouring, pouring, would, you, would you want a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> I would have him just help us out because there's a lot of food from the Grinch's roast beast, and we need an extra hand just to stand and help. So he would be there. Would be my picks for my Christmas Day meal. Very Christian good you. sounds good. Um, I want like for for a Christmas meal. You've all gone with you know sort of people you could sit down with, chat with. I want utter chaos i want like mass chaos as a christmas dinner because it doesn't feel like christmas dinner unless it's complete and utter chaos mm. so i also started with uh gus Polinsky, the poker king yes from uh home alone and i i put the i put the rest of the kenosha kicker kick, the kenosha kickers as well uh, because i figured he just doesn't turn up without them yeah they're in like, that van I, yeah he, he just takes he just takes them wherever yeah so you know just all of them that piled counts into as one, one chair <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that yeah. still only counts as one yeah. <laughs> i'd invite the swedish chef mm. from a muppets family christmas He's a good chef, you know. He can bring he can bring along his chocolate mousse. Um, <laughs> he can, you know, bring along the turkey. Uh, in that special, he hangs out with Big Bird as well. Get Big uh, Bird. Get all the f- yeah. Yeah, because he, he he tries to cook Big Bird. It's a whole thing. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, would you eat this, Big? Would you eat Big Bird? I wouldn't eat Big Bird. Okay. No. okay. He, he decides. He decides in the end after singing a song with Big Bird that uh, they they shouldn't cook Big Bird because he's full of Christmas spirit. <laughs> because um, he's a sentient being. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> to, to complete my absolute chaos, because of course you know the Swedish chef is 
the most chaotic besides animal he's probably the most chaotic pop, uh, muppet out there um i would also add uh My- myron larrabee from uh, jingle all the way oh <laughs> sinbad <laughs> bring bring the postman because between his ramblings and conspiracy theories <laughs> Uh, the <laughs> absolute chaos of having an entire poker troupe and the Swedish chef running around with his chocolate mousse and his turkey. Yeah. It, it would just be my ideal chaotic <laughs> Christmas dinner. It would just be absolutely mental. <laughs> Plus, Myron Larrabee has the uh, Turbo Man doll at the end, and I want that. Oh, yeah. So he's in, he's in the full garb, brain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Launching he's, he's... fist. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I, I basically, I'm paying his bail to get him at my Christmas dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you fi- yeah, finally get, you'd finally get your hands on the Turbo Man doll. Exactly. My life's ambition. <laughs> well, did I, they actually I, do I, Turbo Man dolls? Did they? Did no, they do... God damn it! They did it. They did. They, they did. They did uh, Turbo Man dolls uh, when the film released back in 1996, mm. but wow. they're, well, they're all sold out. Very out, hard to come by. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow, I didn't know that. It will be mine. Oh yes, it will be mine one day. I, I, I feel like for the twentieth anniversary they should re-release them. Oh, that'd be so good. That's an idea. Look, you've got four years. You got four years to. I no. Well, six no, years. Yes, yeah, you've got six third, years. I can't math. Because we're twenty-four. I can't math. Shut up. <laughs> well, on that breakdown, we'll. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was wicked, guys. Thank you yeah, yeah. for your Christmas, your Christmas dinners. Nice little Seven. Christmas podcast there. Let us know in the comments who you would have uh, as your guests and some of your Christmas favourite films. Uh, yeah, we'll, is there uh, any we missed? Is there any we missed? Yeah. Is there we any? Undoubtedly, have missed some. Oh yeah. Is there any we've got wrong? Is the Grinch bad? No. <laughs> but it's your opinion. And we'll see you uh, next week, right, guys? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. See you we'll later. Back guys. on uh, Christmas Day. Oh god, yeah! Can't believe we're celebrating Christmas Day together. Over, oh yeah, over, it's gonna uh, be great. It's gonna be really uh, good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you on Christmas Day, guys. <laughs> See you on Christmas Day. Day. <laughs> yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>